attention. Whatever you see outside, the mountains, the lakes, people, they are all illusions created by the senses and the mind together. Hello, this is James from Dungeons and DMing, and I'm your friendly local dungeon master here. And today we're going to be talking about elves, uh, the wonderful majestic creatures of the elves, the subclasses, and just some information about them when you're running them, playing them, things to think about so you can make a little bit better of a more deeper kind of, or more well thought out, or just kind of maybe help you in your when you're playing it when you decide what to do with the character. Some things to think about as you're creating them there. So, elves. Elves themselves, they are a high form of life. You know, very long-lived, very graceful, very connected to nature and to divine, sort of. Things like that, just a higher level of creature. Um, And so, that comes out in how long they live, which I mentioned. And the amount of craftsmanship, detail and effort and mastery they have over things and put into things. So elves just basically, they come with the two plus to dexterity. That's just showing their kind of mastery over themselves. They are very lithe and in control of themselves there. And although, and I'm probably gonna mention it a few times, they live a long time. Uh, so they, unlike the most races there, they are the longest living of them. So it gives you the ability to have a lot of history in those races. You know, your backstories. When you're making a character, if you play a character who's 600 years old, you're probably going to want to figure out what's been happening during that whole time. Uh, what, what has my character been doing? What did they master? What experiences have they had? And if you're a DM and a player wants to play an elf who's older, you know, you got to figure out kind of what was going on at the time, where they're from, and how different they may have experienced the world or or gone through and found out you know what what they have already gone through because if they've been around for 600 years and something happened 400 years ago or you know they're going to have family members from that time who maybe knows what's going on or uh, you know if something happened 2000 years ago you know it's only two generations away so it's something you want to keep in mind when you're playing an elf character uh, if you go to the younger side they're consider themselves adults by about a hundred. Uh, so if you're playing a character that's closer to that, you still have lived longer than you know most most of the times a human has lived. So just keep in mind if you even make age a thing at all when you're designing and you know thinking up the backstory to your character, uh, that it's going to mean a lot. It's a whole different perspective on you know how you live your life there when you reach maturity quote-unquote, when you're 100 years old versus a human. So keep that in mind. And uh, now we'll go through the subclasses here. So the first one we'll talk about is the High Elf. Uh, So the High Elf bonus it gives you is to the Intelligence. So High Elves are going to be your... 
your your high elves, basically the elves that are the upper echelon of grace and arcane connection in society. Um, these are the elves that you know walk around and have a presence about them just because of their their lineage, kind of how their relation to the world is. When you're making a high elf, this is an elf who you know has mastered something, has an attention to detail, has an innate arcane connection. By some of the rules of the book there, you get some internal spell casting there already. And this is what you think of when you're seeing like elven craftsmanship. Like these are the people who design those swords that that glow, that that are you know stay sharp forever. These are the ones who design buildings that almost merge with nature uh, in regards to stonework and things like that. And these are your higher level of elf, basically, in the name, high elf. So when you're creating one, you want backstory-wise, these are going to be elves who have a little bit of an air around them most of the time. You know, they people are going to respect them slash wonder slash fear them potentially based on just a little bit unknown hey they've been around forever where they come from what do they know what can they do and the intelligence part of it there leads to your your wizard character um and then at the unearthed arcana the the artificer uh and then the mystic as well uh and then the dexterity, just being an elf, of course, fits with many other classes. So that's a great one. But if you're going to play a high elf and you're going to play a wizard, you automatically get some of that information. You know, you've had a lot of time to study. You've had a lot of time to discuss these things with other elves. Go through and possibly even go exploring and seeing some of these ancient wonders and knowing people that, that took place in some of these. So... You just have a perspective, kind of a, a historical value, a a uh, connection to the world that's that's different than other races because of just how long you've been in it and how long your race lives. So you have some old connections there. Uh, so that's the high elf. Next, we talk about the wood elf. So the wood elf is similar to high elf in regards to uh, they still long live still have a connection now they have a deeper connection with nature and i would say are a little bit more tribal so when you're thinking about making that character you know generally you're going to grow up a little bit more close-knitted with each other as compared to high elves they might have some more interaction where wood elves tend to be more insular more enclosed with each other but still have an attention to detail still can make amazing cities integrated in with forests and landscapes uh, that only the the elves can do with the time they have and the, and the the attention to detail and the carefulness they put through to things there and when you're making a wood elf you gotta know hey I, I live in this paradise created what made me leave was there an event uh, do I need to go out on my own am I 100 years old now and I'm tired of living in the same place and what made you leave and then when you do play that character or run that character as a dm you're going to be less interactive with other races there because you've probably been more close knit close together uh, similar to dwarves in that manner the mountain dwarves i had mentioned in a previous one here 
uh, but not quite exactly the same because you're still an elf. You're still poised and have that wonder about you that's uh, as an ancient race. So wood elves have that connection to nature and you want to kind of bring that in there. Now they get the wisdom bonus, so we're talking druids, um, rangers, potentially even, you know, maybe monks a little bit too, uh, because they also get the speed bonus for being a wood elf as well. Uh, So I like wood elves, absolutely. same amazingness as the high elves there just they don't have that internal magic connection so they might be a little bit more unfamiliar with that or they might not delve into that as much or it more be a more of a natural connection like a like a connection to nature as opposed to the arcane and keep that in mind that's what you need to talk about when you decide how you're going to play your character so the next one we'll talk about is the drow or the dark elf so these ones before you even decide you're going to want to play one of these ones, you're probably going to want to speak to your DM, speak to your other players, have what's called a session zero, like where you all get together and talk about what you're going to do. Because generally the drow or the dark elves are seen in a negative light. They're, they're evil. So you want to talk to your DM and see if it's okay, see if you can create a character that's maybe not evil, or hey, what? why am I in this here? What's... What's this for me here? Am I going to interfere with you know everybody else? How do I create a dark elf character that's not, you know, gonna gonna either champion over or ruin ruin the campaign there? Because it is generally they're perceived as evil by every other race. Now, if you get with your DM and you guys talk about, hey, we're not going to do that. Um, we don't think that all drow are evil. Maybe drow have a different backstory in the world that's been created then, hey, we're just elves that have a amazingly crafted city underground. Um, you know, and you have some internal magic ability there as well, and then have some darker skin, but still the same long-lived and information there. Uh, but when you are going to be playing a drow, aside from the evil stuff and you know what other people think about you, so they come from underground. Um, in most cases, they are masters of other races essentially like they they see themselves as way better um and they kind of take over they have slaves they have uh people that they rule over it's also a matriarchal society so the females in the society are up higher elevated higher than the males are so they're the they're the warriors and the fighters and the stronger ones um in regards to in culture and in society and they're the ones who get to be elevated to the higher levels of society there. Uh, there's definitely a place for males and warriors, and they, they try to prove themselves. Um, but technically, females are the upper echelon of that society there. They're the ones with the power. Uh, they're also tied into the worship of a particular god. Um, whether you're, as a DM, whether you want to make that a different god, one you've created, or just use the ones from there, that's that's fine too. That's kind of a lot of what their civilization tends to base off of. So drow are going to be a little bit more complicated of a creature to create, of a character to create, than most of the other characters. Because you really got to interact with you and your DM, uh, or your DM and you, to kind of figure out what's my backstory going to be for this drow. Because under normal circumstances, they're evil, they got slaves, they worship a god. Um, nobody likes them. So, But if you're able to work around that or work with a party or... 
uh, work with your DM to see if we can change. Hey, maybe that's not the same thing in this world. They can be cool characters. They got the internal magic. Uh, they have dark vision that's amazing. They have some of that sunlight sensitivity. So from living underground that whole time. So keep that in mind as well. Um, but as I said, same as High Elves, they got some internal magic. So that's a part of their daily lives as well. So that's our elves here. We got those three subclasses. We have the generic uh, plus two dexterity to all of them there. And then the other ones get the, the subclasses get their bonuses. There's a lot of classes you can play with elf. Elves are really cool characters to play because there's a lot of backstory you can put into them. And just keep that in mind when you're creating it. Um, know what they did, know what they mastered, and just using that information, you know, create a cool character, definitely. So the next thing we're going to talk about here is actually going to be, uh, it's going to be the Furbolg, I'm sorry, the Furbolg. That is the uh, race out of Volos. That's going to be the next one we're talking about. So if you have any questions about anything, um, want any more clarification or anything like that, you can email me at dungeonsanddming at gmail.com. That's dungeons and A-N-D, D-M-ing, D-M-I-N-G, at gmail.com. Uh, I'm James. I'm your friendly local dungeon master here, and thank you very much, and happy gaming.